the city of angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacker. Greetings, Los Angeles. Welcome to episode 234 of the Heart of LAFC podcast. Obviously, there's a big elephant in the room. We were going to talk about, you know, match previews, all that fun stuff. But nah, we got bigger stuff to talk about right away, and we're definitely going to jump into that today. But before I can actually do that, I definitely need to welcome my boys back in. Welcome, Bam. Welcome, Tony. Bam, how are you feeling today? Yeah, feeling all right. Uh, had a nice, relaxing morning. You know, just as the draw got on away, I sat down and watched the new um, Doctor Strange movie. So I didn't see the draw, but then again, they weren't shown on YouTube, so I had, couldn't watch it anyway, which is for one of their tweets, and I shall quote saying, um, football for all. They don't really like having everyone involved with it. Only one nation, pretty much. They want to expand, think internationally as well. So it's the not-so-open cup, you're saying? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of strange. It used to be very wide open. You know, you watch the games easily. Uh, most things going off on YouTube back in the day. But now, legit, yeah, ESPN Plus wants it. Um, I'm hoping they figure out international eventually because there is a draw for this thing. It's just a little strange the way it's turning out, especially with the game coming up, and we'll talk about that in a few. Uh, yeah. They're missing out on another opportunity yet again. But uh, that's U.S. soccer. U.S. soccer does U.S. soccer things, so nobody's surprised. Tony, how are you feeling today, especially after that that lovely news we got this afternoon? I've been saying it all day. Revenge, revenge, revenge. And I'm doing pretty well, but revenge. (laughs) There it is. There it is. So, yeah, we were going to kick this thing off, talk about the Philadelphia match like we do our standard. But you know what? With you guys, I know you got the comments coming in already. It is a topic. We are going to talk about that. We had the draw, right? Uh, we watched Hercules Gomez and that other guy that Bob Riley didn't like very much uh, talk forever and ever and show everything around the world before getting into the actual draft and led us on this magical journey. Uh, before finally getting us to why we all actually checked in in the first place, the draw itself. Of course, we were in a regional draw. We had the Galaxy, Sacramento Republic, and, yep, the Earthquakes uh, as our potential teams we'd have to face. Of course, they had to make it all dramatic and make the West the last one to pop up. So that was torture as well. But lo and behold, cooled ball and all, yep, we got to take on the Galaxy and Carson. And kind of, kind of help, can't help but feel a little bit like it was prearranged or you know set that way. It's just too easy to make it go that way. But here we are. Uh, we got to play them. We got to play them in their house. We've got the curse to deal with, or the refs. Let's be real. Uh, and now I got to got to win over there. Uh, good news is we're getting better every week, and they're not. Uh, better news, they need help to get through fourth division sides and that ain't our problem so here we go uh, another chance at revenge it's only what two weeks away that we got this thing looks like it's potentially the 24th or 25th i'm hearing multiple people saying the 24th the guy on from u.s soccer that was 
at the draw was claiming that the 25th would be for all teams if it all worked itself out. We'll know the verdict tomorrow morning. Uh, they're going to release it early tomorrow uh, for those listening on the podcast today, right? But basically, Friday morning, it'll come out. It'll be official. All the team schedules will break down, and then we can all get our days off if we can, even though it's within two weeks, uh, and do our best to, to get out there and do what we got to do. Ticket allotments, all that fun stuff, who knows? Uh, but this just fell in everybody's lap, and now they got to figure it out. And stuff that takes like a month to figure out, they got to do in two weeks and get it right. So uh, game on. Uh, the clock is now ticking. Uh, the countdown is there. Yes, we have games in between it. We need to focus on those games. There's a lot to play for. If it wasn't a busy schedule before, this really looks like a busy schedule, knowing how big these games are going to be. Uh, but we can't look past everything, and we'll, we'll cover that today. Uh, before we get into too crazy, Bam, your reaction to the draw. Uh, what are your impressions as to what we got going into this one? Um, going by you guys, I didn't use the card system this time, so that's a good start. Um, they went back to the to the old balls in a barrel. My reaction to this is, it is what it is. It's supposed to be the luck of the draw. Whether or not that's truly what happened, we don't know. Um, seeing some of the comments in here and some of the comments on social media, no VAR, so they can't get saved by VAR. So it'd be an interesting 90, maybe 120 minutes. So we'll see what happens. Let's hope that's not the case. Let's get this, get these guys in, you know, regulation time and get it over with. Um, Tony, I know you're waiting to say what you got to say. So let it out, man. Full discretion advice at this moment, moment, tinfoil hat. So for you who watched the draw, by the way, I hate that it was at the end of a freaking show. I did not want to watch. <laughs> I was like, I was like, where am I watching this? How the hell is like, I don't watch uh, football America or whatever it's called. And it was just a weird show overall. But again, I don't like those two on the, as hosts. So if you watch it, when after they did the Omaha, but we are the last the last pot to pull, he actually says, I wish I had this in the freezer so I would know to grab them first. It's conspiracy number one. Conspiracy number two, he pulled Carson first without even telling him to grab a ball. It was in hand. Mm -hmm. Back camera, he's just like holding the ball. It was pretty funny. And he's a little it, excited. Exactly. And number three. If you watch him literally twirl that ball around, you can tell that he kept on our ball. And I even knew it. I was like, why do I feel like that's our, that's going to be us? Like I literally was watching this one, one of the balls and literally saying, that's going to be us. That's going to be us. And then the whole dramatic of like how much he literally like suspended for it. It was us. And I was happy because I wanted another I wanted to go back to Carson to beat them and get revenge. But the only thing is, the good thing is also once we win, and I'm saying once we win, we get another home game. Yeah, exactly. It plays out. And here's the fun, fun part of it. Minus, you know, Seattle messing up and <laughs> their goalkeeper not being able to do everything possible for them. Uh <laughs> Every team we're playing has got stars, even OC, right? 
defending champions. Everybody we got to play has got history in this tournament who's done something in this tournament or has recently won something. Yeah, the one we're playing hasn't really done much in a while, but they still have stars. It's still the teams that you classically are rivals with, and you have to run a gauntlet through your rivals. Sounds good to me. We got You got rid of Portland, right? Can't stand those guys. Done with. Bye. No mercy. No love. I can't wait to beat you again the next time we play. But hey, we took you out. Fine. Revenge is sweet. The revenge tour continues. Now it's Carson. The ultimate revenge. Knocking them out of another tournament in their house. I'm with Tony. I want this. I don't want to avoid it. I'm done with it. We need to prove ourselves now. Get it over with. You knew you were better in the last game. Nerves are done with. Now it's anger. Go take care of business. We know the rest are against us. We know we're going to play against 12. But guess what? Playing against 12, you can still win. You can still handle these guys. They're not that good. They're really not. We are better than them if we can keep focused. I mean, that, that's the big thing is, is have the right guys out there. Do what you have to do and, and get through this. Uh, make it simple. You know, don't too, get too cute. Keep it physical. Hopefully Escobar is going to be healthy for this one. Hope and pray. It's a big change in our lineup. Y'all know that. Uh, and we'll go at these guys. 4141 probably is what we'll end up with. You know, that seems to be the thing. And that fits better in this system as well. So there will be the necessary changes. Now our guys are smarter to what to, what to expect. They're ready for this. Let's go. You know, it's not like we haven't done it to them before. When it counts the most, we get the wins. We go back to the Orlando tournament. We go back to the playoffs. When it matters most, we end these dudes. We do it again. Simple. It sounds easy, I know, right? Fine. We got to play the game. We know that. We'll be out there in force if they don't shut down the stadium beforehand. Uh, but, yeah, let's do it. Why waste time on other teams? Just get it over with. If we can, we move on. Think about this. We win that game. It's the winner between Sacramento and San Jose. San Jose with a new coach, a new mindset. Looks very, very much improved. Uh, will not be an easy game. But you know what? They'd have to come to our house. So that works out perfectly for us. Another rival. Then it goes beyond that. Who knows who you're going to get? Then it gets wild. I guess it'll be a Midwestern team after that. That's how they're playing it. So it could be what? Minnesota, Omaha, Houston. These are all teams we can beat. I'm not worried yet. I just look at, you know, K SKC. Okay, well, we know how that goes. So the only one in front of us is the next one. And if you can get over that, you can get it over anybody. The East? Whatevs, man. Philadelphia is out. And that was the one team that that's looked scary. And we'll talk about them. That's the one team that kind of plays a system that doesn't mesh well with ours. But otherwise, everybody on that side of the bracket, we already know where we stand. It's this game. It's all about this game. So be ready for it. Prepare for it. Do what we got to do. Do what we do best. Um, I'm ready. I know you guys are too. Before we get into further stuff and talk about schedules, actually we will, uh, for, for you guys again, 24th or 25th is this match. If we get through, the next match is the 21st or 22nd of June. Yeah, it's a fast setup. And then the semis are going to be July 26th or 27th. And the final is going to be in September, either the 6th, 7th, 13th, or 14th. And tournament is done. But you can see right there every month, 
right? Every almost like every two weeks for the first few rounds, it's it's a quick hit. So be ready for it. If we get through this round, yeah, gonna be fun. All right, let's bring it to everybody else because I know the comments are out there. Let's get some love from you guys and honesty. I see Get Off My Lawn actually ran into us. Yes, he did. Um, Digging the vibes of the game. That is true. Uh, He also said, apologies to Tony. I didn't finish the conversation about off the rails, the call-in show. We'll talk more about off the rails, too. Uh, Wanted to pull my weight and help clean up pack. It's what we do. Supporter culture number one. Podcast number two. That's how we operate. It's always been that way. It always will be that way. Uh, That's what we do. Uh, let's see Roberto Espinosa in the mix. Good seeing you after the game, man. That was super cool for you to come by and say hi. Uh, heading out, packing up everything. Uh, Burke is in the mix. Good Roberto. Let's see. We've got Juan Villa in the mix. There he is. It's Jibble in the mix. We got, oh my, a Kings fan from Get Off My Lawn. There you go. It is the local side. Team Bonilla. Uh oh. Says Joseph was correct. He called it a way to hit Carson for open cup. Did I do that? I have poor memory. I, I maybe I did. Maybe it's being sarcastic, guys. <laughs> I think I did. <laughs> good, good call because I don't remember. Uh, Jonathan in the mix. All love, Jonathan. Vengeance shall be ours. Yes, and shoulder to shoulder, we'll be there to get it. All about it, man. Love it. Let's see. We've got, oh, T- Team Bonilla says, wonder how the seating arrangement will be for the Carson game. I would have to assume the same as always. I mean, if it worked and they, they you know, fencing us in and putting us in a corral seemed to be, make them all happy. I anticipate paying twice as much as everybody else in that stadium and being in the same situation. They're going to make some money off of this. They're not going to keep it closed. They want to make money. So there it is. Just uh, just having before we move yeah. on, just having a look. If they really want to make money, if Carson really want to make money from this game, nothing going on so far that weekend, that day. Hmm? There's nothing was, going on at so far that game. Me. I was gonna say something. I was gonna say this is probably the only time they're gonna sell out the US Open Cup for them on a weekend, weekday, sorry. It's what we do. It's what we do. Yeah, it'll be their only real sellout this year. <laughs> They're going to sell out with any other team. So they can thank us later, cash the checks. Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, Ox is in the mix. Nice seeing you here. Guff Malani says, the host joking about fixing it. Who will host Omaha? I got you guys. Maybe you feel like it's fixed too. No, nah, the league got what they wanted. I say you a soccer got what they wanted. You know, for them, it's the money, right? They, they need the help. Open Cup needs high-profile games. That's the one thing they, they hurt with is crowds. And you know what? Every every draw seemed to play itself out where they got stadiums they wanted. It's not a shock. You look at the East, right? But NYCFC hosts, Red Bull New York hosts. I know they have trouble selling, but still it's a big stadium. It's got potential. Omaha's got to travel to the Loons. Nice big stadium. SKC gets the host. Nice stadium, right? Seem to make sense. The only one that seemed a little bit weird was Nashville not getting the host. So that's the only twist. But there, yeah, it 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 fell very friendly for the for for U.S. soccer in this. I don't doubt that for a second. It felt it felt really easy. But we say this about Champions League too. We say it about the World Cup. There's times where it just looks all so convenient. 
who knows it just worked out that way and honestly like i said i want this i'm fine i want at those dudes we need revenge we need it quick pummel them let's go like ox says we got this lac wolf see i feel it was planned the way in hell it wasn't but i'll take it i want victory and sing goodbye at their stadium dude whoever came up with the na 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 hey 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 goodbye that was fun i, I enjoyed that very old school but uh, i'm good with it not your most traditional uh, supporter end song, but we'll we'll run with it. I'm I'm happy. You know they hated hearing it, so yeah, to do it to them even better. Roberto says it's going to be rough getting tickets. Yeah, man, I can't. I I there's I can't even guess how this was going to play out. Not going to be easy. I'm happy. I'm not the guy that has to arrange it. There you go. It's going to be an all day uh, affair. I was sorry, sorry for cutting you off, Joseph, but it's going to be an all day affair again. Like you're going to have to take eight, the Tuesday or Wednesday off because we're going to have to do the whole buses like it's a regular regular season game so so the only thing i can say about the day that and this is not me knowing any facts or anything whatever take the day off the whole day off because you may be there this may be an all-day affair again if you can do it yeah i'm gonna try <laughs> i'm trying as well uh Araceli, Araceli, when it comes to lafc and galaxy I feel like this matchup was a given, but I'll take it. Right? We we want revenge. We'll take it. Carlos C. I wanted to get Carson in a semifinal or final, but I'll take it. You know how I feel about that? I want him now. You know why? I don't want to pay $50 parking just to lose it all at the end. I'd rather get him now. Get it over with. Move on. Have fun with this. Smalls, we got this. Let's see, Roberto. Edwards is one of their better players, Edwards. And he just got replaced. They just picked up a defender that plays the exact same role that he does. What's that all about? Liability? Getting away with penalties against us? He did do that. Uh, we will see. Ooh, Smalls is already calling it. 3-1 versus Carson. Shut him out. Shut it all down. Uh, Roberto, what teams can't can't we beat? I got to be real with you right now, the way they're playing, not many. It's We're our own worst enemy. Again, gaffes. That's what always takes us out. But run a play and all that, I look around the league. I thought maybe Dallas, but they're young. Right? It's going to have to be a lucky day. That's what I think is going on. Um, I'm feeling good. Ox, OKC matchup for an away game. I travel to that. OKC, there's no OKC. No, I don't. It's not. It's they're not in the mix. Louisville is, right? Yeah, we got Louisville for the, for the smaller teams. All that's left is what Louisville, Kentucky, uh, and that would be all the way at the end because they're on the other side of the bracket. And then Omaha. I think Omaha is the only one left. Yeah, then they got yeah. a big bonus. $25,000, but for them, it's big. Um, yeah, and they got a bonus for getting that far. So, yeah. Uh, had a feeling we we're going to get this matchup. What's good? Can't wait to beat them at their rental home. Yeah. Marvin in the mix. Hey, Marvin. Team Bonilla. Yes, you called it after the Carson. Yeah, I remember. I was mad and went, I want them because it's like, I want them as soon as we can get them. Oh, That's nice. it. Nah, that was it. Yep. I did say that. And I meant it too. There it is. Uh, yeah, for sure. 
Uh, and then we'll have to play them, what, next month again? Or the month after that again? And the more the merrier, as long as we beat them. Take it back. Yeah, Ox, it was Louisville, Kentucky, and then Omaha. So the Bujos, man, which cool people. Like I said, I, I all, all love Vic over in Omaha, my family over in Omaha. Like, those games were fun to go to. That was I had a great time out there from everybody. And, uh, again, I'm, I'm just hoping somehow you get the loons. I love the tweets back and forth. Go check them out. They were hilarious, talking about our birds real. I thought that was great. Uh, so uh, good on them for getting this far. Keep it up, boys. Keep it up. All right. So that's the comments I see so far. So with that, we're going to move on forward back into reviews and what we do best. Talk about the team. Talk about the game. There were some other rumors that popped up and some breaking news. Tony, what do you got for us, man? Um. So do you want to go with the big one or the, sm- the little one? <laughs> go big or go home. <laughs> so, so supposedly we're getting a very, very important Juventus defender coming to our team and not as a DP. From reports, it's going to be a regular contract. It's probably a lot of Gam, Tam, thank you, ma'am, Gerber Bucks, whatever it is, whatever you're going to throw at it. And it's reported at least, I think they were saying actually was the only good information football America said is like at one point, like $3 million. And mind you, yeah, that's what they're reporting. That's what they said. So I don't know what the, the true contract is. Again, we'll see the numbers if and when we signed him or if we don't. But, of course, Vancouver is also in the running to get him. Um, <laughs> I mean, the claim is that we have discovery rights, which I find hilarious in the modern age that hasn't everybody discovered him? Like, winning European championships, you kind of get discovered by the world. Like, they didn't know him anyways from Juventus, but apparently we have rights. Yeah, so... Out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's it's a weird... It's it's honestly if we pick him up, um, yes, he is thirty seven. Yes, he's kind of over the hill, and especially in the fast league that the MLS is, it might not seem ideal, like pace wise. But the the leadership, the pretty much development of Fall is pretty much what I'm thinking. Like he can take Fall to another level because if you know Tulini, he is someone i would want at roma as a as a roma fan but unfortunately he's a juventus fan or a juventus player and fan well you know look at it this way we always want to free up fault to get into the mix right to move into the mix with chiellini back there you can right you're fine he, he can direct traffic and as we bomb players up he's not going to be one of those guys he's going to be the guy to anchor things it would actually fit really well with what we want to put together. It would. We have a lot of center backs at this point, which also means we could rotate him as needed for games where we don't quite need him, you know? Uh, and so it, it wouldn't hurt. And if it's under DP level, like really that guy less than the DP, like that, that opens up for another star down the line too. So you get this guy and another star player on top of that. And you keep Vela and maybe Rodriguez is back in the mix or even replace Rodriguez with somebody else. Like this team can have a whole nother look by the time we get to July, right? A whole different element to this team with two more big names coming in. If he's one of the big names, 
That's wild. And if he does have issues where he can't play every game, we've got depth. We're fine. We can afford to rest him when needed. We don't have to burn him out and rely on this dude every game. You know, and and like they meant that, like they said in Football Americas, it could be more than just him playing for us. There could be something more for him down the line, staying within the organization. They were mentioning that as well. Also, his media savvy. <laughs> you know, it's good for a soundbite pretty much every game. It's just going to be a bit of a show with him. A good show. Uh, I'm good with it. I'm happy with it. I know his age, but when you're a center back, you can kind of play a little bit later in life. Right, you're not a winger. It's it's a different it's a different need. Um, I I'm fine with it. I think it's going to be fun. Bam, are you excited if this is happening? It is. It is with the money they're talking about. How little we'll be paying him by the sounds of it. I won't be surprised if they've gone a different route, and some of the owners have said, "I'll give him a percentage of my ownership as a." signing bonus so he becomes part owner of the club as well you're seeing a lot of other mls clubs are starting to sell minority shares to other sporting stars and all that so he's probably looking at going this is a league that can develop this is a league that has a lot of potential i want to get in as cheap as possible hey pay me a small wage give me some ownership that dude that would be killer if we could pull that off Having him connected to the club ain't, ain't so bad. A legend like him also can pull their players our way. Just like Juan Pablo and Hell pulls players from South America for us, uh, Chiellini could be our, our, our gateway into some European talent as well. Not to mention Dolo and his contacts. It, it's definitely, uh, there's more to it than just, just on the field. I think you're onto something there, Bam. That's for sure. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, Tony, final thoughts on that before we move on to the next uh, rumor, rumor? All I know is I have to buy a jersey if that guy comes. And it's not for me. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, so uh, Casey, what what size are you, Casey, if you're listening? Cause, uh, I already know. You definitely. Um, yeah, um, I know. You already, got, you already got it. You got the quick order already. <laughs> there, it's done. Um, yeah, from Juve to here. Can you help him? I mean, she's. I don't want to cover up that beautiful shirt he wore this week anyway, though. I just got to say, uh, that was that was fantastic from Casey on the stand. Um, we'll talk about that later. Just look at the pictures, and and you'll you'll know what he was up to. Good things. There was also the silly season rumors. You see that one with Lewandowski. Well, there's so I I didn't yeah that's why I heard it was the Lewandowski rumor. So I went to like even look up more, and then they're saying supposedly he picked Carson over us, but right now he's pretty much I think he's going to Barcelona from what the last thing is so would I have liked him we already have enough depth in um in the forward position so we don't need him but like if you guys listen to the last episode of shoulder to shoulder before the new one comes out they dipped when they were at the uh the uh, meet and greet with John Harvey and one of the heads in management for the front office. And they said their DPU, they wanted an attacker and it, they just said an attacker. So we don't know if it's yeah. a midfielder or a forward. No, they, 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 it seems pretty set. Uh, Lewandowski has a few more years in Europe before he can come here. There, there's no question. He's got, he's got more money to make. And if he's in a bidding war between the two big Spanish sides, 
why would you be crazy and come over here? Like take, take your money and run, man. Like just get your cash in and move. Then it can come over here. That's cool. Um, he's still going to be a killer in two years time. So yeah, he's got to make his final paycheck. I mean, this, this is the age he's at. You got to make your dough and move on. So it would be cool to have him here, but yeah, it's silly season. I think we all know where he's heading. I mean, those rumors have been around for a long time. So yeah, he's got to go make his money. He's earned that. That is for sure. Um, and if eventually he comes this way, then, then cool stuff. I can't help but think he'd want to come to us more than them, but maybe they got discovery rights. We don't know about. You never know. And I have seen him train on their field. I mean, they did pay a visit over there. So there's something there too. A visit. That's all it was. All right, cool. Uh, Club and community news. Tony, what you got? So we have a lot of new official sponsors coming in our way. So we'll start with the official audio partner, which is Mix Halo. Um, so Mix Halo is is pretty much while you're at the game, it kind of reminds me of like old time baseball where you would go to the game but have your like little radio to listen to the broadcast. And that's what pretty much Mix Halo. It's more of a digital front, so you put it on your phone, pop in your ear your earbuds or whatever wireless. Uh, air pieces you have and just listen to the game while being at the game so you can hear the commentators and go like moving forward yeah it's pretty cool because it's in real time there's no lag it's instant so what you're hearing in the radio or what you're hearing on the on the broadcast it's in real time you're getting it as they're saying it it's that high end um and they did it so the entire community can be involved in this Right. Yes. So it's really cool. They have I, I did see that they had reached out to us. We're going to get back to them on that. I think they're going to have a, a few folks test it out. Um, so I think we'll do that. I'm down to do it. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know how it's going to go in the north end, but, you know, um, <laughs> maybe Ben will do it, man. We'll, we'll throw Ben in as a guinea pig. Uh, <laughs> love you, Ben. Uh, and uh, check it out. But it does look really cool. I am impressed by by that. And yes, it reminds me of the Vin Scully days. Right. Everybody's sitting in the stadium listening to Vin while the team's playing, and it just gives a really cool vibe. So good on them. I think it's a good a good partnership, um, which leads us to the foundation as well, Tony, right? Exactly. So so the found so the the reason we have mixed halo is because of uh foundation for fighting for blindness. I feel like there was a part of this because of of one fan, I do not remember your name at the moment. I'm, I am so sorry. I will shout you out when I quickly find you because it's awfully you know, But you're more than welcome to the North End anytime. Let us know when you want to roll on through. I will personally let you get you inside and so you can experience that. But it's for pretty much the so they're pretty much made this so pretty much and you can bring your blind friend or family member. And, and we include everyone into this sport we love and this team that we love. Yeah, it's it's just one more way we, we, we access the community and do our part. I think the Dodgers are doing this as well. A couple other major teams are in on this, I believe. Um, it's, so his name is Darren Keepers. Thank you, Ben, for letting me go. know. Yeah, Darren Keepers. So shout out, Darren Keepers. I loved your story and how you got involved with it, so. So yeah, just one more thing that we do, you know, and uh, just community being being properly served. So keep it up, LAFC. Thank you, Mix Halo, for being a part of this. 
uh, good things. Of course, there was another sponsor as well. Probably something out of my budget. What's that, Tony? So we have a new unofficial luxury vehicle partner, which is Lexus or Toyota in Japan. Again, I'm a JDM nerd, so they don't have Lexuses out there because they're all Toyotas. But do they have Lexuses out there for you, Bam? Yeah, yeah, they got the Lexus out here. So okay. um, back in the Soro days, they brought the Lexus out. So you had the Toyota Soros and Lexus Soros. Okay. But Lexus yeah. is our new, yeah, so Lexus is our new luxury partner. Um, they're really nice. They're also really reliable. And it just adds to the collection of our car dealership that we're going to probably open up in, in around somewhere in, somewhere in the LA area because we've had Porsche, we have Ford, we've had Lexus, we've had Toyota. It keeps know. going and going yeah. and going. Yeah, but this is the luxury one seems to be moving the most, right? Mm -hmm. it seems to be changing a lot, but it is what it is. It's the business. Um, happy Lexus is on board. Good things. Uh, yeah, anytime a sponsor wants to get involved and, and support the community, all good things. Looking forward to seeing what they're going to do. Uh, there are some watch parties this weekend as well, right, Tony? Yes, so we finally get an away game. So watch parties are brewing a bunch in the a bunch and a, a lot. So the first one is crew at SP Sports Bar. Um, the address is 13225 Telegraph Road in Santa Fe Springs. Um, Again, beautiful venue. Love, like they are really hospitable. So good place for a crew to hang out. And if you're in the area, stop on by. Yeah, a couple of us were there for the last away day. Uh, good people, good prices, good everything. Uh, yeah, definitely go check it out if you're in the area. Mm -hmm. And then we have a co-watch uh, party between TSG and Empire Boys. And it's at Beer Gardens at uh, 206 North Western Avenue in Koreatown. Again, love that spot too. I've been there before. I think I went to the old spot before it changed, if I remember right. Or no, that was a different one. I went with TSG a while, like a long time ago. So I thought it was the same one. But again, that area is really cool. If you're down in Koreatown and need a place to be, super cool place to be. Um, and go for it. Oh, yeah. D9U is going to be at their clubhouse, uh, mm. Chandler Boulevard, North Hollywood, California. Uh, nice. Cool spot as well. So if you're in North Hollywood, definitely an opportunity there. And then Black Army is going to a new spot, right, Tony? Yes. So we will be at Shannon's um, in Long Beach. So it's a 209 Pine Avenue. That is also where LAFC is hosting their official watch party. So if you go to that, you'll see us. And also you're more willing to win uh, prizes and uh, free giveaways. All right. And then there is some donation drives more... going on right now. Oh, yes. Go for it, Bam. There's one, one more watch party I just found. It's uh, Expos. Their watch party is at uh, Distrito. Uh... I'm going to butcher this. Go for it. Pateros. Uh, 1837 First Street, LA. Um, they've got some drink specials going on. So they got $5 pale ales, uh, $2 off Blue Brew Haven. Uh, I'm guessing $1 off Golden Road or $1 Golden Roads as they've posted on their Twitter. So dollar nice. beers. <laughs> yeah, that's going to get messy real bad if it's just $1 beers. Oof. 
I hope it's ten dollars or something, not one, because that's crazy. Anyways, continue. You're gonna have fun. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. So, uh, in terms of the lend a hand donation drive, Tony, what if uh, do you have any details for us on that one? So again, Black Army is holding lend a uh, lend a hand foundation throughout the whole week of May, especially since we have some new home games, some new uh, watch parties. So. It is um, at any away game, you just need to bring any, um, of course, sealed and packaged, uh, pretty much hygiene products, you know, so um, conditioner, soaps, anything like that. It helps the community really well. It's one of our big, uh, our big uh, pushes to help our community. Of course, BA, we we do a lot of things for the community. We we try to create stuff and we do so well that we'd like to share it with everyone in 3252. So um, if you are near BA at the watch party, come by and just drop some things off for us and have a great time. And then also at any of the uh, home games, same thing as well. Yeah, and it's just one of those things with, with the LAFC community and the supporter community, no matter what group you're in, they're all welcome to you. Like you, you go to any of them and, and you're in a community. You're, you're good. So uh, all are welcoming. All are a lot of bl uh, absolute blast to go to. So wherever you're near, if you can get there, definitely get there uh, for sure. And then uh, there is a kickball tournament coming up. Tony, you want me to cover that one for you on that one? All right. Yes, so, uh, All right. On June 5th, the Mauricio Fascio uh, Memorial Courts. Uh, yes, we have another fundraising event for it. But this one is brilliant. It's going to be a kickball tournament on June 5th, 9 a.m., uh, registration is currently open. Check social media. It's going to be a lot of that popping up in the next few days. Looks like the uh, tournament's going to be held in commerce. Um, you can contact them at the mfasciofutsalcourt at gmail.com about details on the tournament. I believe you can have like nine to ten players on it. It's like only like 90 bucks. I think it's not that bad. Um, but every time we have kickball tournaments, we take it super crazy fun and serious, but in a positive light and have a great great time the last one we just had one recently um it's a good time out so i would say definitely definitely go check it out get registered as soon as you can check all the socials because i think all the supporter groups are going to pop this up real quick uh but yes it definitely all goes towards mo's field that's what we want to get built that's what has to happen that's what we got to do so um this is just one more way to get us across the line so definitely uh in for that uh, we'll see what BA brings and the others, but uh, it'll be a good tournament. All right. Now, community news, I think, is all done and dusted. Ready for some football. I know you guys are like, what? Football? Yeah, we talk about football on this show, too. It's not just rivalries and community. Yeah, we get into the football madness. So uh, we had a very hard-fought draw. I know it sounds and feels like it was years ago. It's been such a busy week. But, yes, over the, uh, over the weekend, we had a hard-fought draw with Philly. It was a clash of the Titans, two big dogs coming together. Time to have a fight, see what we got it going. And guess what? It was a dog fight. It was a battle. It was a back and forth. Our guys looked very uncomfortable at times. They looked uncomfortable at times. Their systems clashed as we expected. There was a lot of back and forth. Uh, overall, good game. Yes, a lot of us were frustrated, but, you know, that's by design for Philly. That's what they do, so... Welcome to a uh, top-end clash. That's what those look like when they're the road team. And in a draw, Tony, who scored? What were the assists? What were the big moments for this one? Big, big ones. 
the big big one was like I just want to go to our team is honestly is going to be Opoku. Like he literally bleeds for this club, and when we ever need something from him, it was a nice like give and go like triangle tiki tack play, and he as most people said celebrated with the ball boy after he scored it was one of the best moments in the whole thing um this was also the first time we've gotten scored in the second half because we've been we've been draw like literally draw lit like no one could our wall was not penetrable where we were done but this was the first time philly um was able to beat us and score in the second half. And then they just parked the bus and it wasn't until pretty much late in the round that we finally got the game. It was a very hard game, not even just for them, but for us because it's eight o'clock game. I don't understand why can we just get a seven o'clock game and then move forward with that. But overall, yeah, it's pretty wild, right? Yeah. Um, long day for many of us, right, Tony? long day mm-hmm. uh yeah for me too man it was tough but you know what it was worth it we had a great time anyway um yeah goals with ninth minute for guys dog for philly uh we came back in the 56 with a poku Carranza took one back for them who man he just keeps scoring for them uh wild stuff mm-hmm. 67th minute burns us yet again we thought oh man we're in trouble and the one and only escobar yes the uh, 11th man now to score for the side right 11th no or 13th i mean 13. it's crazy 13th guy scored Whew. uh putting in the work yes from the bench dolo getting dolo minutes and and getting the job done uh absolute passion absolute wildness and it still felt at the 82nd minute mark that maybe we had another one in us i mean if that t- if that game plays 10 more we win this thing um we don't give up anymore that's not us we don't put our heads down when when things get tough. We just keep playing. We keep plugging away. We get crazy. We we do we do stuff. We get aggressive. We get challenging. We'll take cars again. The sacrifice in this team, the buy-in with this team is a whole different vibe. Bam. Jump on this, man. It was watching the game, the amount of emotions that you went through was just amazing. Like First game in a while that we haven't had someone off the bench score a goal. Like, when was the last? Escobar. Escobar. Yeah. Escobar was off the bench. He did not start. I thought he started. I thought he no. started. He should be starting, but he was coming off an injury. No, he, did, I... wait. he did start. He did. Did start. he start? Yeah. Yeah. You, you, do you think Hollings had because of the 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 week the weekday man? Um. Yeah, he did. I thought he okay. This is like, yeah. So your lineup was uh, Crepo, uh, Escobar, Iviaga was the the change. Okay, Paul, uh, okay, Palacio, Sanchez, Vela, Sifuentes, Acosta, Apoku, and Arango up top. I'm already uh, going. Yeah, he started. I think I'm going to Portland. Yeah. That's why you're thinking Portland. Yeah, I know. Uh, he did. He earned it. I know we were talking about it in the game is man, Escobar looks gassed because he did for a little bit there. Like, oh man, he's put a lot into it. Maybe he's the one's gonna go because you're starting to break him from his side. Uh, and then he just powered through and kept going. Yeah, I think it's because we said that in the game, like, is he coming out? <laughs> <laughs> and then he didn't, and he saw what he did. Um, yeah, uh, again, Escobar and the passion that he puts in. I just I love every bit of the Escobar madness. Um, <laughs> that's the kind of player we needed in these mm-hmm. moments and he showed it that that crazy header he did from the 
from the back post. Like, who thinks of that? Uh, Escobar, you know, that that's the difference, right? That's the kind of guys we have, the characters that we have involved. And, of course, Opoku getting another one is, is refreshing. So back to you, man. Yeah, and the other thing that surprised me the most was Philadelphia's lineup. They went with a 4-1-2-1-2. Yeah. Switched it. Who does that? Who does a 4-1-2-1-2? Seriously. They played a diamond mid, man. Like, old school. When I saw it, I'm like, wait, what's going on there? Mm. But now, honestly, the serious point, our top three for the game. For me, Ooh, okay. All right, it was tough. So for my one point, so my third best was Escobar for the goal. Uh-huh. Two votes and three votes. I was tossing up between two players. I gave three votes to Opoku for the goal. Now he would have lost that if Mamadou Four connected sweetly. With a bicycle. So four got two votes for me. So Opoku three votes, four two votes, Eskimo one vote. If that was if that went in, no doubt four was number one, was the top for us. (laughs) Oh man, any love for Palacios, man? He was all over the place. He was, he was, but for me, three votes Opoku, two votes four, one vote Escobar. There it is. All right, Tony, your three votes. Um, my first, I'm gonna go Escobar just because he did that crazy yoga pose that um, you have that picture of him just literally like back. I was like, I would have broken. Like, I need to go into yoga now because like any if I would have done that, I would have hurt something. Um, Opoku second, and I give it to Palacios as one for his hard work. Yeah, we seem to be making Palacios into a left-sided playmaking defender. Uh, just for work rate, he gets in there. But yeah, I, I you know Escobar and his passion, I'm going to say he's one of my favorites and just give it up there. And so he gets my three points. Two, two to Opoku and the uh, last one to Palacios. I know. And a 2-2, two, two, you gave it to two defenders? What? Yeah, I did. Because the work rate. Uh, the, we need them. In, they're inspiring at this point from what we're seeing. So uh, good turnaround, that's for sure. And again, this team was tough. Y'all, I, I saw the conversations at the tailgate. Ah, we got this. We got this. And I'm the guy being the, the worry wart. Like, you didn't hear me celebrating that one. I was a little worried. And sheesh. Yeah, a little scared there. And it, it kind of proved itself. But we'll get them. We'll get them again. I think so. Uh, now we know what they have to offer. We know it's going to be the counter game. And, and we'll just build towards that. We'll be seeing them again. That's for certain. That's for certain. Uh, yeah, beyond that, uh, looking at uh, anything else to add, Bam, before we move on? Because I know we were going to kind of quick with this one. Honestly, it was that long ago. I think we all forgot about it. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. We know the goals. We've done our top three. Let's go into the important game. Oh, yeah. Clash of the Titans. We're just like, yeah, we had more fun stuff during the week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's kind of way it, yeah. That's the vibe I got too. Uh, again, love the tactical side, but we gotta move on. Uh, which brings us to the week night, what Tuesday night open cup match against, yes, the Portland freaking Timbers. Uh, the team that I think the players love to hate, 
more than any other team. They don't like each other. It still carries. This still, you could see the vibes. Uh, yeah, not a happy room when they play each other on either side. There's definitely edge there. Here they come. Portland's not been having the greatest season. Let's be real. They're chasing a lot. Uh, they have their moments. They have some talent that causes trouble for everybody. Uh, but they're short right now. Uh, they need some additions to really stay competitive, and, and it's starting to show. Bam, what were the lineups going into this one, man? So I for this one. Um, I'll start with the Timbers. They went with a 4-1-4-1. We had Bingham in gold, Rasmussen, Tuiloma, McGraw, and Bonilla in defense. Diego Chara sitting between the defense and midfield. In the midfield, Luria, Alaya, Griffith, and Mourinho. And up front was Fogaka. For us, we had we played a 4-3-3. Yes, we went back to a 4-3-3. Uh, we had Kriparian goal, Hollingshead, Ibiaga, Fall, and Palacios. Mid was Blessing, Ilie, and Sifu. And up top, we had Opoku, Ticho, and Moose. We discussed Moose getting a start, and you guys were right. Moose got his start. So good on him for getting out there. Carlos Vela, of course, got the rest for this one, at least in the first half, uh, which he's needed uh, to keep him fresh. It's the wisest move. But you know what? It made sense because, bam, they went with a really – You, I mean, you look at the lineup, and they had a lot of starters missing, right? They did. They did. They had more than what – I expected seeing that they're playing us. So, but they still didn't make it easy for us. They still didn't make it too easy. No. And it is very interesting in the approach, right? Uh, definitely making it a competitive match, but you could tell we had the edge from the get go. We were the better team going throughout this match. This to me was more of a match of, we were the superior side, but we were battling with ourselves to stay focused throughout this thing. Um, and get the job done to just kill the match off. And there were many chances to bring it past the 2-0 lead that we ended up with, but it didn't happen, and it almost cost us the game, which brings it to you, Tony. Big highlights for this one. What stood out to you? What moments stood out to you? So there's only two highlights that we need to talk about the whole game. Well, actually three or four. We'll go four. We're going to go four. So 30-second minute, Chris, uh uh, uh, Chicho's goal. That so the lead up to that goal with Fall and Oboku just like connecting on a good through ball, good run at the ball, and just with that little cheeky flick. Like I didn't even know how it goes in until it was till Matt showed us after, like during halftime. I was like of that goal. It was such a well played game that we caught them off guard because, as we keep saying, Portland is not the Portland we once knew. They're old. They're getting banged up. They're not the same as they used to be. Dude, what a difference Valeri makes being gone now, mm -hmm. right? There's, wow. Just in the locker room presence, like, wow. There's And then Blanco's a ghost of himself, right? And so he's we, we don't have to deal with him in the first half. But, yeah, the Arango goal was all about fall yet again. So, to me, like, fall was the story in this match throughout. Uh, having his moments, you know, choosing them. That dead secondary assist pass was the story of the whole goal. He doesn't give that deft, just easy touch pass into the space. Opoku doesn't come in on it, 
come on to the end of it and it needed to be a poco for the speed he had to put in and, and the hustle to get there it was just perfection and then bringing it across to Arango, who in warm-ups was shooting wild getting crazy you could tell he was on a bit of a, a an edge but then he gives one that's just super cheeky nice little flick behind gorgeous to me i guess they gave away the second goal second best goal so far of the open cup round uh, i think it was the best goal to be real uh it was it was the delight to see uh it was nice beautiful goal uh bam impression that was pure filth i'm sorry that was the filthiest goal i've ever seen in a long time that was pure <laughs> filth and i loved it dude just to think of doing that right I'm going to flick it near post and embarrass this dude. Cause that is embarrassing. Exactly. I mean, that just floated on in. Yeah. And as you said, the lead up to it too, the delay by fall to split the defenders to go through, it was just beauty, beauty, filth, plain and simple. It was yeah. the whole play. It was just, I loved every section of it. That's what you do to a rival. That's how you take out a rival. You embarrass them. Let's hope they keep it up on the embarrassment tour. Um, no mercy is what we call this episode. That was the moment that brought the no mercy. That was it right there. Like, yes, we have a better lineup today. Not only are we going to beat you, we're going to do it in style, which brings us into fall in the 54th minute. Mm -hmm. Boy, oh boy, fall. You want to break that one down, Tony? Off a uh, set piece in the corner, um, it gets pretty much jumbled, and you can see, like, Fall knew where he was going. It was a perfectly, like, he didn't try to overshoot it. He tried to he just nice, hard, low to the ground, into the back of the net, into, the, like I said, there's a couple moments. So into the third moment of the match where he jumps into our, into the, there you go, the, the one that we need to frame into him jumping in wearing the sombrero with Casey in the F Portland t-shirt. And mind you, Casey, Casey wore yeah. that because he wanted to, and he bought it earlier. Didn't think this was going to be such a big thing. Yeah, this wasn't planned guys. This is just fall being fall. Uh, he loves doing this. Yeah. He jumps in the crowd. The story though, Bring that picture a little farther down is, is Chicho Rongo stealing his shin guards, which I found absolutely hilarious. <laughs> um, that, that was super cool. I got to see that and just having a good laugh at, at the whole, the happiness among our players and just like little things like that. You could just tell uh, there's a, there's a different level of chemistry this year. Mm -hmm. it, it is all about them. It's very internal uh, the way this team is operating uh, and it's what you need. Uh, they acted as a unit. They played as a unit. The only thing is, after this goal, let's be dead honest here. They kind of turned off. Yeah. They, they had those be. moments. They brought in starters, right? Vela comes in, and you're like, well, maybe they're just trying to get Vela in there to, to get off the schneid, right? Get a goal. Wake up. But it kind of backfired. So they, in terms of the subs, it looked like what we had Jennings come in, Vela come in, Janela come in. Hollingshead came in, and then we got moments where they were hitting crossbars against us. Max kind of got bored, and so he kind of went on some wild runs in this game. Um, he was kind of leaving the not so annoyer moment um, and got away with it, thank goodness. But there were times where they could have had the lead. 
You know, they could have really gotten us. And by the time this game was over, they outshot us. As dominant as the performance was, after we made the changes, thinking, oh, this is ruthless, right? The ring in Vela, actually it dropped off. And and it, it wasn't what we needed. And it's a dangerous, it's a dangerous thing to do. Uh, but yeah, you could tell that that they just we got them. Goals, you know, only two, but there was a bit of a shutoff. Man, am I am I wrong in seeing that? But it did look like we we kind of ended our, our our function a bit early there. Yeah, we did a little bit. We got to the dreaded two nil lead, and then we decided to go. Yeah, we've got this in the bag when there was still plenty of time left. Um, from the stream that I found, thanks to the people in the chats that put it up, I know who you are. Um, we, although we turned off a little bit, we were still in the right center of my to not give away too many free passes. We still had to, had it in our mind to don't do the silly flat fouls. Don't give them too much of a sniff. Yeah, they hit the crossbar and all that, but Kripo was still on his game for most of it besides his occasional, I'm going for a run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had some brilliant saves, especially in that, that sequence towards the end. There were some wild ones there, um, which is why he got to lift the scarf at the end of the game. You're thinking, well, shouldn't have fall gotten that? Dude, don't mess with a birthday boy, number one. Two... Yeah, he kind of kept this in his one in it when we were shutting down a bit there. So uh that's why he earned that thing. Uh so yeah, it was an interesting match. Again, not what wasn't as complete as we wanted it to be, but we still got the victory. We still made him look kind of kind of kind of horrible at times. Um, and there were times where we were absolutely toying with them and probably should have put three or four in, uh, just showing where we're at right now, uh, and still mixing lineups to do it. Uh, is a good thing. So final impressions for me. Yeah, let off the gas a little less, you know, but we still got the win. So that's fine by me. Uh, final impressions, Bam? Yeah, as I said, it's we got the win, which is the most important thing. Um, let's keep this momentum going. Just seeing on how much we can rotate the squad and still come out with dominant performances has me very happy for the way that we're going this season. For sure. You know, and then looking, Tony, your impressions? Um, perfect send-off to them. If you were there, you you heard it. You've seen the videos. The uh, didn't know it was Max's birthday, so that was kind of cool to give him the send-off to, to, to start to his birthday, so that was cool. Um if you're in the crowd, you didn't notice how bad we were doing after that second goal, because I think we were all just in the moment, like how like fun it was and just everything. I even saw Benny, like there's a picture of him holding the ball after the ball, after he got kicked in, just like making fun of them and stuff like that. But this is a, this, there's no team that can beat us. There's no one that can stop us. The only team that can beat us is ourselves. So Let's just keep pushing on forward. Let's nick those uh, pressures of like mistakes in the bud and move forward stronger. There it is. I will say, even though we did give up a lot of shots towards the end and it was only eight, six on shots on target of the shots that they got on target, only three were from inside the box. Everything else was from the outside, which is probably why we ended up with a shutout that we got. Uh, but yeah, still, 
you know, could have been a little better. Fine. We won the game. We move on into the open cup. Deal with it. Let's get ready. You know, I mean, that, that that's really where we're at. Um, other stats you want to get lost in it again. It, it was fine. We got through. Move on. All right. Top three, Bam, for this match. Where do you sit? One vote for Chicho. So he, he's my third best. Again, Kripo four, Kripo four, Kripo four. I went four, two votes, Kripo three votes. It's the, the way he's been playing the last couple of games, it's hard not to give him points. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Get you, Tony. Uh, Max, three points. Um, Fall two points, Chicho one point, and then I'll give a point to Casey's shirt. <laughs> a honorable mention. He gets that nice little white ribbon they give at the fair, you know. Uh, <laughs> white ribbon for you, sir. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say for me, uh, first star because it's Max's birthday and I have to, uh, because we all love Max. Uh, yeah, he gets the first star. Second star goes to fall. Third star to Arango. We'll just keep it like that. They got the job done. Moving on. Beautiful. Good. Uh, all right. So uh, I'm going to hit the vinyl club minute here, throw a couple things to you guys, and then we'll get your reactions as well. Of course, tradition is after we play a match against a team, we look for an artist for the vinyl club minute that matches up with the city that's from that city. So we picked up a few one. You're going to be like, really? The other going to be like, Oh, that's kind of cool. So uh, the first one kind of brings me back to when I was a kid. Uh, but I went with Everclear uh, album, sparkle and fade. Yeah. That's some mid nineties stuff right there. Uh, they're from Portland. That's why I chose them. Uh, but yeah, it's a cool album. Sparkle and fade is a really good album. Uh, that's just a good memory when I was younger. Uh, and then the other one, and this one's like, what really that song? Yeah. That one, uh, I, for Philadelphia, I chose Nina Simone, which dude, trust me, just go play. Yeah. Go check her out. Uh, I put a spell on you for the album from 1965. Okay. And the song that stood out to me, of course, for that, and it's been covered by 8 million people, but this one was one of the originals and the reason why people approach the song the way they do feeling good uh from that album check it out she gives this take that that's absolutely amazing uh like no one else and often imitated uh from there on out and also just matches perfectly with where we're at in the standings right now how i feel about the team feeling good makes perfect sense and now that we have the galaxy in our sights it's a new day right let's do this so that's where i went with nina simone uh check it out enjoy it trust me you will enjoy that albums i put a spell on you so there we go all right let's get to the fam here see where everybody's heads are at get some reactions yes talking about our mixed up lineups we had fun we had a lot of fun and somebody's back was to the game for most of it so i can't blame him too much uh let's see oh man Oh, here we go. Roberto Espinosa reacting to the the the, the Chiellini. Uh, good for young defenders to learn. Yes. Uh, at his age, a DP status would be such a waste. Unless it's like a one-year deal. But yeah, I don't think we're going to do a DP on that. Carlos C. Uh, I don't think the warning sign... Uh, him Signing warrants a percentage of ownership to bring him to LAFC. Unless that percentage involves him with the club to improve like 
what we do development wise, right? Uh, Roberto Espinosa says, yo, S&P is dope. We agree. Edgar Corral, definitely wear sunblock at the kickball tournament. Dude, you and I and Tony, we know I pitched every game for the Black Army and we got pretty deep in the tournament and I paid for it for weeks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no sleeves, man. Oof. Legit, guys. Wear sunblock. Uh, Roberto Espinosa, so many games we get the lineups mixed up. Dude, it's a busy week, man. It's a busy week. Ox, Escobar goes beast mode, but to a certain extent, Escobar always goes beast mode when it matters most. You saw the pictures after the game, and it's just like everybody's all stoic, wearing their clothing, happy they got the win, and Escobar's naked and kissing people. It's like, we love this guy. This is the passion we always needed. Good stuff. And then he has fun with it and throws it on Twitter. So there's that. Uh, Ox, I'll throw up that chemistry there. It shows guys they will do what they, they were meant to do. Agreed. Uh, Roberto Espinosa, I think Benny caught the ball midair. Agreed. Agreed. Much better than Cheeky getting hit in the head the game before. Uh, <laughs> he survived, everybody. He survived. Uh, Carlos C., the combination play on the flanks needs to get better as teams are going to pack the midfield against us. I think it will. I think it will. Smalls Kenobi says Nina Simone is amazing. Yes. there. I, it was impossible to really choose an album, really. Just just go with it. Like, explore the songbook. Trust me. You'll be happy. Uh, Ox says, uh, it's a busy month. Agreed. And it's just getting busier and more entertaining. So there's the comments from the crew. A little short today, but good comments. Well done, guys. Love what you, you add to this. Uh, all right. So moving on, LASC is traveling to Colorado. Yes, those guys. Remember last time we were there? I do. I was there. It still hurts inside. It's time for revenge. So, Tony, bam, I hand this off to you guys. Bam, what kind of form are these dudes in? What's going on with them? So the last three games, they haven't done too well. Um, in the MLS games, they had a 2-0 win to Timbers, a 1-0 loss to Quakes, and a 0-0 draw to Charlotte. In the US Open Cup, they played today because they got rained out yesterday because their pitch ended up being a swimming pool. They lost 2-1 to, to Minnesota. Um, so in MLS, you know, one of each, so it's not too bad but you think that they should be able to beat the Quakes, but they weren't able to in their last game. Quakes are a different team though, right, Bam? They are, but you still think they put up some fight against Colorado. You would hope. You would hope. Um, like I will you, say this. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. Like if you go through the, like the possession is um, Colorado only had 41% possession. So you, Strange. Yeah. Yeah. It really, really odd. Um, it's not like their lineups missing anything. And in fact, they've added as artists and we'll talk about that. They should be doing better than where they're at right now. But there's this one guy that just isn't in their lineup this year that, that we might all know a little bit about. Oh yeah. He's on our team now. And that probably is a big change, right? Acosta's on our end. I just know. A small just, just a small just a small difference for them, you know, and uh, now, now, uh, a certain guy that we had depart from us is kind of picking up the slack for him. And some other guy named uh, Acosta from 
Dallas, right, uh, is trying to do things. So it's a little different vibe. Now, I will say this. They tend to have less than 50% possession this season, which is a little different than them last year. There is a drop-off with this team. Uh, we outshoot them stats-wise. I'm not going to get lost in the stats. Really, it's superior for us pretty much on all, all sides of it. Really. Uh, the real story, I think we're going to throw it to Tony. Give us the good, the bad, and the ugly. So this is – there's going to be a loser. There's going to be a winner because in the last seven games, there has not been a tie. So anytime we face them, it's either one of us wins and one of us loses. So there's that. Um, they're unbeaten at home the last six games. So it's, again, same thing when we went last time. It's a fortress there for some reason. Could be the weather. Could be the high altitude. You know how – you know how Colorado is. And then they're also ranked 12th in goals conceded per match at 1.2. So they do like goals in, which is perfect for us because, you know, we have a good bench that literally has 13 scores on it, off it. <laughs> Pick your poison, people. Um, yeah, and dead balls, they seem to be weak on it. Oh, what are we getting better at now, guys? Oh, yeah, the dead balls. Uh, it should work out in our favor. Uh, last time we beat them was, what, 2018 in their house, right? Mm-hmm. I believe so, yes. I think we smacked them 3 nothing in that game, but uh, that was a while back. A while back. Uh, uglies to you? Where are they, um, like, trouble, trouble? Trouble, think? trouble? To be honest, it's literally a, them missing a Costa. Like, like I love Kay and wish him the best of luck but he's when he, when he was with us when he had Atuesta, he was doing really well when it was just him alone he struggled a, a, a lot same things going on this year he had Acosta doing really well producing for them now that he has to anchor it a little bit more it's a little bit harder for him Nice. And of course, we have an advantage against them five to two on wins, which is good. Uh, again, revenge will be sweet. We've already taken care of business against them at home. We thumped them. Uh, so that that means something. Now, looking at who's in and out, Bam, who's that moosing for them? Who's missing for us? Who are big names, especially for them? Yeah. So missing for them is Galvin, Keita, and LaRaza. Um, Jack Prince is questionable. And they've listed Danny Wilson as questionable, but he played some minutes today in the US Open Cup. So interesting. Okay. So he might be back. Um, for us, Jack obviously, mm -hmm. go for it. Obviously, the outs are Eddie Segura, Duenez, Gaines, B Rod, and um, Tadiri Shardy. Questionable, Henry and Murillo. Hopefully, they'll be back. So we'll see what happens there. Oof. Okay, so that's a little scary not having Mario back in the lineup. Uh, but you take that, and they have Price missing from the lineup potentially. That hurts them a whole heck of a lot worse than us, right, Bam? It does. It does. He's by far one of their better players at the moment. So with him being questionable, hopefully he sits out, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, if he sits out, I'm a happy camper because that guy scares me when he's on the field. He is everywhere. He's all kinds of trouble. So we'll see what happens with them. Uh, looking at the lineups that they've had in the past, a uh, little bit interesting, you could say. It uh, looks like they tend to kick off with a, at least the last game was a 4-2-3-1, at least for the league match. Uh, Yarbrough's in the back and goal. Rosenberry is on the right back. It seems to be the constant. 
Uh, Abu Bakr is your center back. We all know him because he has the best hair dude in the league. Um, trusty as well as center back. He does, man. That is a cool dude. I'm telling you, I if I could grow it, I kind of do it the other way. But hey, uh, Trusty and uh, what, Estevez, right? I'm seeing it right. Um, looking at their midfield, you have Acosta and K. I mean that that's your standard. I don't see any changes going there. Um, mid, their playmaker was Warner for the last one. Max on the right, Lewis on the left, and newbie Zardes up front. We know him. Yes, he's been around a long time. Um, hopefully we don't know him in Qatar in a couple months, but you never know with, with the current setup. Uh, just saying it. Uh, <laughs> he is dangerous in this league, though. You cannot write him off. He is dangerous. He produces. That's a threat to us for real. Looking how the game plays itself out, um, looks like potential subs that you might see. You probably might see Drew Moore come in in the back. Uh, Mesquita uh, could come in for the defensive mid situation. Uh, yeah, I mean, really, that there's the big ones from the last one. And then Valencia, Valencia could come in as an attacking mid. Those are some options they might have. Before 2 3 one seems to be popular. Now, when certain players are back in the lineup and not, you know, suspended because they were missing a key player by the name of Rubio. Y'all know Rubio. Uh, if he's back in the lineup this week, which he should be, you could see a, a shift a bit as well. Um, it could stay between the 4-2-3-1. It could switch to a 3-4-3. Really, how does it work? Well, Rubio would be your central attacking mid. And if that's the preference, I see that happening again for this game. Uh, Lewis on the left, Max on the right for the midfield. Defensive mids are the same. In the back, Beta Shore is an option at left back as well. Uh, that could happen in this game too. Trusty, Abubakar, and uh, Rosenberg. Uh, goalkeeper, I don't see any changes happening. Yarbrough's Yarbrough. He's a great goalkeeper. He's been trusted for them for a while. He's got an amazing amount of experience. So I don't see anything changing there. If it is the 3-4-3, you could see Rubio popping up to a right wing role uh, with Valencia as well. Uh, that's kind of where they can kind of shift. Those are the two that they tend to prefer against us. If I'm going to be a prediction or throw a prediction out there, I don't think they're going to play us with three in the back. I think that would be a horrible move for them. So I just don't see it. Bam, in your take, what do you think they're going to run with? For me, it's got to be four at the back. They've got to play with that. Um, they've seen us at our best and they've seen us at our worst. And at the moment, we're at our best. So for that, they're going to try and stop us. If they walk away with a nil-nil draw, it's a win for them. Plain and simple. I, yeah, I can't see no goals falling in this game. Even no, for I'll, either side. It's chaos when we play them. I just don't see it. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be tough. I, I Even though I know we're a superior lineup, it's going to be tough. Price to me is the big difference maker. That's in my head where I see this. Uh, but Zardes being around is always going to be a threat. And with Rubio back in the lineup, because he's out of suspension now, he's a threat. He's a real threat. Um, Bam, are you are you concerned at all about Rubio's performance in this? I am, but especially with him having the last two games off, um, be interesting to see how he, how he comes back from that. Whether he was training hard or whether he was sitting on the couch eating pizzas, we'll find out. 
<laughs> he's kind of having a career year. I, I'm pretty sure he's not eating pizza. Um, yeah, gonna be tough. Tony, uh, your thoughts on the game and, and what you're gonna see, what you think is gonna run out from their side. Do you think they're gonna come at us? Gonna play us on the counter? Where, what are you looking for? I feel like they're gonna play us on the counter. To be honest, I don't. They don't have enough. I think firepower in general. Like it's not the same Colorado from of last year where they were running away with like the Western Conference getting hot. So I feel like, like, like Bam said, they're going to put four in the back, try to park the bus as best as they can. And when they have the opportunity, they're just going to try to capitalize upon it. Yeah. You know, and I think after what Philly did to us, I think you're going to see that playbook start to develop with several teams when we take the field is okay. That might work. Uh, We'll try that one out. In truth, the Rapids can kind of, copy that but they don't have the tools that philly has they don't have the speed in the back i think to to really do the close down uh like we saw with glessness in philadelphia uh it's just to to me we can easily get behind them with what we have uh which brings it to us knowing who's out of the lineup uh what are you expecting bam from lafc um i don't see that many changes for us so in the back i think we're gonna go with the 4141 again because that's the way we seem to be going a lot at the moment which i do like that setup so we have kriparian goals um palacios for ibiaga and escobar will be in a defense record um Ilya sanchez ho- holding up the defensive mid um acosta apoku vela and Sifu, and then Chicha at the top. I, I look at the our last game against Philadelphia, it would be the same lineup. I don't see how we can change that at the moment. Do you think Sifu has a chance of being replaced by Blessing in this one, or from what we saw in the Open Cup, suggests that Sifu's back in the start? I think Sifu's back in the start, and Blessing will be off the bench. I think as much as we all love Blessing, I don't see him with our system being a regular starter, he's that great impact player. He's, his dedication, his drive, his um, pace, all that is perfect for impact. So I see him being used as an impact. Excellent. Tony, uh, your impressions in relation to what Bam just, just said about the blessing Sifu situation and the rest of the lineup, are you kind of in agreement with this or do you see uh, potential for changes? I, I agree with his whole lineup except for the Sifu blessing. I think blessing starts and Sifu comes off the bench just because of our midday game that we that's coming up against Austin because that's also a big game for the West. So that's why I would I would I'm disagreeing with Bam for a little bit of that, you know. Interesting. I'm gonna be on more in in, in the Bam's camp simply because Blessing started the last one. He was featured in the Open Cup, right? I think Sifu makes more sense in this moment, seeing what they're going to field in the midfield. I think he makes more sense, and I'm sure he can come out and go at at Austin as well in a few days' time. Uh, yeah, I, I honestly think that it, it'll be a Sifu situation. And this is a bit of a dress rehearsal for what we have to do when we have to face a better team in Austin this year. With Drusi getting in the mix, you've got to have everybody all hands on deck because that team's very dangerous. You need to build the chemistry back up in this game to get in ready for that game. Sounds crazy. I know it's a very different team, 
but continuity is going to be important here as we've just been shuffling the lineup like crazy with cup matches. Yeah, back to business, back to MLS. So I'm with Bam on the lineup. I don't think there's going to be anything. Hollingshead seems to be coming in really strong as a sub right now. As much as I love Hollingshead, it just it seems like he's a killer off the bench. So uh, keep scoring those goals, man. You're, you're going to win me some funny money. So keep it up. Keep it up. Uh, all right. So uh, looking at the team, I just want to throw it out there. Uh, so you guys know, of course, it is seven wins, two draws, one loss. We win 70% of our games, which is wild. Um, and clearly in first place, 13 players now have a goal. We're going to keep tracking this because it's so fascinating. And now 10 players have an assist or more. Yeah. Cool. Spread the wealth. The leading scorer is still Carlos Vela, but nipping at his heels is Ryan Hollingshead at three, a Poku at three, and then a Rongo with two. I know we're so used to seeing these goals from these guys playing in the Open Cups. So you just assume there's more goals on the stats, but not in league. <laughs> Cup. Different. So, uh, yeah, Vela's still holding on to it in league. Uh, assist man is now the top guy, Sifuentes. Even more reason to have him in the lineup at three. Palacios at three. Vela at three. Uh, Orango at two. What? There's a chance that Vela could be on top in both? There is a chance. I know. Wild. Um, and then, uh, yeah, several players have 10 appearances. What a sh we, I mean, the way we rotate the lineup, there's a lot with 10. So can't say this guy's the Iron Man because they're all playing the role of Iron Man so far. Uh, impressions, Bam, on the current scoring situation. I know you made that comment about if Vela's leading score. I'm a little bit worried when it's all said and done. Are we still sticking with that? Um, yes, because I can see other players like Apoku. I could see him getting double digits this year. Um, Chicho, I'll be surprised if he doesn't hit double digits this year. I think we're going to have a lot of players in double digits and. It's going to be interesting to see how it goes. Now, my question to you guys, who's going to be the last player, last player besides keeper, to score a goal for us? You mean like from the current lineup or, well, I mean, there's Cal Jennings in the mix, right? Uh, he doesn't have one yet, right? Cal uh, I'm talking about he did, score. he did score. Sheesh. Uh, Orange, uh, against Orange County. Oh, but that's not MLS. That's Cup. But he still scored. Right? Ah. Yeah. I, I, I'm talking about like our regular starters for MLS. Regular MLS starters. Man, who hasn't scored? That's the harder question. It's going to be one of the kids getting a call up then, like a Torres or something like that out of nowhere. I don't know. What do you, what do you think, Tony? I was gonna say Ibiaga hasn't scored yet. Ibiaga hasn't scored yet. Um, trying to go through the lineup because we just have so many. Like I feel like we have like a a star team. Yeah, so could be the youngins. Um... <laughs> trying to think who hasn't scored with all these guys scoring. Dan Bam stumping everybody here. Well, it's Ibiaga's uh, the only one I know that for sure. It could have been Escobar, but he just scored. Yeah, you took care of it. Oh, my God. Thank you, Ox. Henry. Janela scored too, right? Janela has not scored yet either. He's assisted, not scored. Fine, Janela. I'll throw Janela. So going at the moment um, with 
people that have played games for us. Blessing hasn't scored. That's going to become so. <laughs> you won't be the last. Um, this is just from ESPN stats that I just pulled up now. So by them, Blessing hasn't scored. Uh, Piazza hasn't scored. Janela hasn't scored. Henry hasn't scored. Ibiaga hasn't scored. Wait, Palacios hasn't scored yet. That's going really? by ESPN. I'm pretty sure they're wrong, but that's going well, by Well, I mean, ESPN. he, you know, Blessing and Palacios, it's just a matter of days at this point. Right? It, you just feel it. The only guy that feels like it's going to be a long time, so we see something like that, would definitely be, uh, would be Janela uh, or Leone, right? Uh, but probably Janela, I think he just doesn't get into it, you know, like that role. So that would be the guy that'd be like, oh, he got one. And it's going to be sometime late in the year. There it is. Blessing's got to be any minute, right? It could be this weekend coming in as a sub. Could be this weekend. You feel like it's coming. Same with Palacios. It's coming. It's only a matter of time. We're going to keep building onto it. Bam, what do you think? You throw it at us, throw it back at you. Blessing's got to score soon. Um, I think for me, the last person to score will be Ibiaga. Ah, okay. I mean, but he goes up on corners and stuff, right? He he does, but I reckon Fall will outjump him. <laughs> Watch Fall send one across the goal for the Ibiaga to finish, just to spite you this weekend. Uh, <laughs> nice, dude. We'll see. There it is. So I'm calling Janela. You're calling Ibiaga. We'll see who gets to this battle first. Uh, and then Tony, who was yours last to score? Uh, I would say Ibiaga, but I'll just throw like a random, just like I'll do a throwaway. I'll say uh, McCarthy. Well, he's a goalkeeper, man. Like, I don't think we're including goalkeepers because. Unless they're going to penalties, I uh, I don't know. Okay, but we'll, we'll uh, say all right, Henry. there we go. We'll say so Henry. just stick with Ibiaga. You guys got Ibiaga. I got Janela. We'll see how it all plays itself out. That's hilarious. Good stuff, guys. Good stuff. Um, other things, just want to throw some stats out there as we go through the episode and get close to the conclusion today. Um, total shots so far this season, excluding block shots, 122. That's a lot of shots, guys. Um, of those, 58 have been on target. Peppering it, man. Uh, 22, 23 of them have found the back of the net, which puts us at an 18.9 conversion rate. Um, 39 minutes a goal. So that's like a goal and a half. Right? We score a goal every half. That's what that's showing. Wild, guys. Um, dude, if you're you're pressing towards 20% of your conversion rate. That's pretty insane. That was nothing like that last year. Really? It wasn't. Um, Left-footed goals, 12. Right-footed goals, 9. And fun, fun with stats. Two-headed goals. Um, we have scored one penalty. I love breaking these down. Uh, goals inside the box, 19 so far. Dude, 19 of the 23 have been inside the box, man. I'm talking about breaking through everybody. Four outside, to keep them honest. And one direct free kick. Hey. 
So we've got them from everywhere, the weapons, as we've talked about. Cool. All right. Final say, you said 4141. I think we've agreed upon. So you got it. Let's throw it out to comments to see what Aerobos thinks about this, this lead up here. Uh, let me see. Ooh, Ox is throwing in. What? He's calling Henry as the next or the last. Henry is like, I could see that because he's not been healthy. All right. Good uh let's see moving q cardi in the mix says up guys y'all ready to watch a costa second best game of the season this saturday he's gonna tear him up man i'm gonna enjoy that he's angry he's got to be angry after how they treated him so there will be some vengeance for sure question is is he gonna celebrate after scoring out of respect to the fans or forget it they treated him bad and so he's moving on storylines people uh get on says going back to the union game didn't feel like the full amount of extra time was played at the end i saw security steve seemed to get into it one of those refs as they walked off anyone know why not sure not sure yes i i do agree they didn't play the full amount because of the time wasting that philly did when he ran halfway down the pitch with the ball they didn't end the little handbags that came after it they didn't counter that in pretty much as soon as the injury time was up they blew the whistle so we did lose about a minute i'd say there it is yeah and there was a lot of shenanigans towards the end of that game so uh i love the i love the pushing and shoving and all that fun stuff like that's football man you got you got to have passion for your side and defend each other so i'm good with it uh q cardi says random observation of chicho i had my eyes on him most of the game seems like when the ball is past him he merely taps it back and makes a move towards goal. Is Chicho a strict tap-in striker? I think he's looking for more play, like like in terms of send me kind of stuff. He wants to go on the runs, and sometimes he's just not getting it in return. But you know what? If he wants to be the tap-in striker, we need that too. We need a finisher. If that's going to be his role, we'll take it. Clearly, Apoku's the guy that's got to go make the hard work. Yeah, right? They're sending him on the missions. Uh, Vela's becoming more of a distributor at, at times even though i know he's got the leading goals but he seems to be taking that role and yeah target man is chicho i think that's 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 where he's at he's got to be a tap-in guy if he's going to be the target man or else somebody else will be <laughs> got to convert so good observation man it is true it's a lot of those those little hit plays and he's he's did it last match so good call uh, get off my lawn. Interesting observation. Maybe he's doing something different. I've seen him move the ball from mid to goal normally. So possible new strategy. I think so. I think so. You got You got to change things up. Everybody's got the video on everybody, right? They get used to the way you approach the game. So you got to. You got to get interesting with it. Uh, Roberto says blessing almost had one against Portland. Yes, he did. It's coming. Yeah, it just it has to be soon. Ooh, Ox, I like this. Ox, I'm with you on this 100%. I think you've called it. This will be the time he does it. Blessing will score against Carson. He hates them. Hates them probably more than we do. I like that. We'll take if Blessing scores on Carson. There it is, Ox. Love it. Love it. Uh, Bermudez, Anthony Bermudez says about the the Chiellini rumors. Rumor how how it's I uh, say bye to his fans on Monday, last home game, but won't join ALS. See if it happens until 2023. That's weird. That's weird. That'd be a long time, and I think that would be too long for us too. Hmm. Interesting. 
We'll see. Again, Rumorville, guys. We don't know everything yet. Let's hope it all plays itself out. Uh, but yeah, Marvin. <laughs> he says last person to score for us, Danielle. He'll probably never score for LAFC. <laughs> he just needs to get into shape, guys. He, he, he looks like he's hurting out there. Uh, Marvin, because he doesn't seem like a long-term player. He plays so little. Hey, you never know. Um, really, and then he's gonna find his way to World Cup, which is even crazier. So there you are. Uh, Ox says, "Love to see that we have scoring potential from not just our strikers, but from our midfielders and our defenders. No need to rely on just the strikers anymore. The question is, will our defenders outscore our strikers this year when it's all said and done? <laughs> They're not that far apart right now. Look, Bam's counting this right now. Like I have to make a point of this." Um, yeah, it's, it's beautiful again to see the distribution and, and that everyone takes the role. That's good. <laughs> Hugh Cardi, fall more of a Rayito than Rayito himself with the goals in creation. How about everyone that ever plays left wing after Rayito's come out? They've all pretty much scored their first time out playing his role. It's weird. It is really odd, but they seem to all be producing from his role when they do play it. Uh, my question to you guys, when he does come back, are we sticking with four, one, four, one, and now he's got to play more of a midfield role. I wouldn't say no to that. I think that's where he plays for the national team. So that's something to look, look at too. I'm with you, man. I like it. Oh, uh, Carlos C says, I don't feel that our strikers are getting good service from the midfield. Um, I mean, they get skipped at times and defenders are the ones doing the setup, right? Uh, in some cases, I could see where you're at on that. Um, but there's still been, it's still, they're doing the job. I mean, I think, I think it's just the way we kind of move around that they kind of seed it to the open man who can make the good pass. And in many cases they get swallowed up in the mid and let the new, new soldiers come in. Oh, Marvin's talking about sales already, man. Really? I don't want to talk about that. Uh, Marvin, how much do you think Fall should go for? Well, after this season, <laughs> millions and millions of dollars. I I know. I think France will be a likely destination since that's where he probably wants to go and live out a dream. Uh, right? I think he said that multiple times. Yeah. His dream is to go to Marseille. That's his dream club. He's been a supporter for all, as long as he can remember, so he wants to go there. Look, Marseille comes with a $50 million deal right now. Yep, sure. Go for it. The business. The business of football. Yeah. Can't get too nostalgic, right? But I want a darn cup. So whatevs, man. We got to keep it for the rest of this. The day after we will lift the trophy, you want to sell them, sell them. It's cool. But we need him for this one. We need him for the run. Look, I'll, I'll, I'll take a sale now with a season-long loan. Hey, finish it out. We've seen that deal happen many times. So, okay. I'm good with that. So, Marvin, you throw it back at us. What price tag? Because this is going to be a hard one to figure out. It really will be depending on how the thing gets structured. But France looks like the likely destination if it happens. I think. I don't think I'm wrong in that. Maybe maybe Belgium first could happen as well. And that would fit him too. Uh, that league kind of has a dynamic that would be a good move for him too. And he'd get more playtime probably there, depending on what team he ends up at. But we all know that the destination, this isn't the final destination. This is just the, this is the, the launch pad. And uh, 
I take pride in knowing our 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 squad and our our, our ownership group is and John. Let's be real, John. Um, got this guy secured for us at his age, already trusting, you know, in the starting role, letting him learn on the job, which he's done very well, and become an impact player at this age. It's just fantastic to see and be a part of. So proud of everybody involved so far. Oh, Carlos C says Sifu's passing is inconsistent. Vela, the only one splitting defenders with his passes and fall and fall. Um, yeah, I shouldn't have cut his hair. He <laughs> took away the mojo, man. I'm telling you. Uh, no, th no, there's been times where Sifu's been making some really odd ones. Acosta's had a few as well. They're like, well, what was that about? Um, I agree with you. Uh, there's been some wasteful stuff from him at times. Even Carlos has had some wasteful passes. Um, they're like, what, what, you know, and, and a little slow on it, but yeah, I mean, there's times where Sifu needs to step up. I agree, but in comparison to blessing, neither have been bad. It's just, we want a little more, right? I think that's, that's what we're looking at. And, uh, I think the, yeah. the biggest thing is we're not getting punished on those. That's why we're not paying too much attention to them. We'll do a bad pass here and there, but it doesn't lead to a goal. It, leads to defenders stepping up them stepping up and chasing back getting the ball back there's been a lot more accountability by players for mistakes yeah and it's because we're playing at a certain level we expect more too we just do uh ooh, i like ox's thing we want the cups heck yeah all of them all of them with you man starts in carson gotta get through carson Marvin's thinking 10 to 15 mil, but I think he'll sell for eight. I think it could be more than 10 to 15 if he keeps this up. That price. It's going to be an interesting year for, for player sales after the World Cup. Everything gets inflated after the World Cup, too. So we'll see. We'll see. Ooh, Ox. Agree we do give away the ball a lot. Sifo has his moments when they are good and bad. Uh, he's not the same as before. I think it's the way he fits into the way the system is, which tells me that central attacking mid, of course, is the target. I think we're all agreeing that's probably going to be the target for the DP. This conversation we're having right now suggests why, right? Talk about Sifu's distribution, not quite where it needs to be. Who would go do better? Oh, yeah, a natural 10, um, a natural guy that can go in and play make for, you know, make plays for us and we'll spend the dough to make it happen. And that's probably your likely replacement uh, would be right there. Sifu's under threat for that. That's for sure. Uh, Marvin Chavez, and everybody gets mad at Sifu. He's the most attacking player behind Vela. Uh, I believe six, right? No, he's, he's, they're producing. That's a thing. We're, we're talking luxury at this point. We want to see it even better. We want perfection because we are who we are. They do make mistakes. But, man, I'd rather see the LAFC's mistakes the way they are right now than, say, uh, where Colorado's at in this moment, where San Jose's at in this moment, what they're doing in their midfield. Uh, we're in a pretty good place. Uh, and Marvin, with less moments, yeah, because he's been splitting time. Agreed, Marvin. No, I, you know, he's been good. We want a little bit better. But if you get a star impact player in that role, how much better will we be? Then that's the hard conversation to have. So good on everybody with the comments today. Dig it. All right. So 
uh, we've hit that moment where we're getting to our final comments of the day. I know we're here, people. Uh, first and foremost, want to thank all of you guys uh, for coming on and commenting week in and week out. Even when we get crazy headlines like we did today, there you are asking the hard questions. We love every little bit of that. So as customary, final comment of the day, I'm going to throw this one to Tony. Final comment of the day is we have a long, I feel like this is going to be the longest month of the year because we just got added another game, a rivalry game, and we did not expect them to see him until probably semis, but hey, we got them. We got them at home, at their home, and we can get revenge. But have fun at the watch parties or wherever you're watching it. Let's get ready for this and get another three points, and then we can get ready for Austin. There we are. Bam, final thoughts. Uh, final thoughts. Um, another big weekend of sport happening. So we've got this big game. Um, distract the A-League sub their playoffs, so it's the taste for the toilet seat again. So we'll see who lifts the toilet seat this year. Um yeah, just let's go out there. Let's get the three points against Colorado. Stay fit and healthy and get ready to roll Austin. There it is. Take him down. I like it. Good stuff. Wait, no rumors about Akinafea, right? That he's leaving, right? He's retiring in England. Nothing, nothing. Strongest man in football. No? Okay, fine. Uh, to all you guys, again, beyond thankful, beyond happy. Scars up for Mo. Keep it up. Scars up for good. Get the hashtag going. If you haven't set up your pictures yet, like some people I might know, um, go take care of business and make it happen. I'm looking at myself. I'm looking in the mirror when I say these things. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, support the cause. Go sign up for the tournament. Go to the viewing parties. Enjoy them. Those traveling to Colorado, we didn't even mention them. There are supporters going to Colorado because it's what we do. Uh, have an amazing time out there. Uh, the brews are good, man. It's fun. Uh, there's, there's good stuff to do on your way out there. Um, yeah, be careful when you're out there, but, uh, you know, you'll, re you'll represent us well. So good on you guys for the rest of you guys. Yes, I know we can't look past the next two games because of Carson. We got to focus on these next ones. These ones are huge. We're taking out a team that cost us a playoff spot. So we got to get revenge this weekend. And after that, it's the up and coming side. So Real serious stuff coming down the line. We talked about it. We'll go back after these games to talk about our prediction on points because we did make those predictions, guys. Y'all remember. Um, and so we'll we'll get you on that as well. Um, for the rest of you, again, uh, it's great to see where we're at. Great to see the rivalry uh, is renewed and we get a chance at revenge much sooner than expected uh, with a team that is hot right now. All good things on that side of it. So uh, to the boys, again, we have our faith in you. Tony has his faith. You see that? Good. All right. So tradition dictates final word of the day. Tony, take it away. Stay golden. Bam. Stay golden. And from me to all of you, stay golden, Los Angeles. for listening to the heart of lafc make sure to leave us a rating and review on itunes or stitcher shoulder to shoulder the black
black and gold is taking over.